Welcome to the seventh episode of All the Books, the official podcast of the David A. Howe Public Library. I'm Eric Mickles, and with me... Wolfman Nick. I'm trying something new. Because of Halloween or just in general? It is Halloween. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. Well, I mean, it's not. It's October. Yeah, but I mean, we're starting our Halloween trek. So, but it's after Halloween, after, after October Halloween, 31st. Are I you guess... still Wolfman Nick? Yeah, you got to say it more like Wolfman Nick. Okay. We'll give it yeah. a shot. I'm Eric Mickles, and with me is Wolfman Nick. Oh, well, but now no, Eric Mickles sounds kind of, lame. It does, yeah. Well, I guess I'm Coach Tiger. That is kind of cool, Coach though. Tiger. Coach and Tiger Coach and Wolfman Nick. Nick. Yeah, well, now it sounds like we run like a kid's show on like a local PBS <laughs> <laughs> station. Yeah. Kids, Wolfman Nick says sharing is good. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, it's great. Okay, it's yeah. really good. Sharing is great. <laughs> That's what, the official what do I know? I'm a Wolfman. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. All right, so let's just stick with Nick Gunning for now. All right. We'll workshop some different ideas. So in case uh, you guys have trouble following, I, I'm still Eric Mickles. And I will remain Nick Gunning for okay. the time being. Although I'm getting over being sick, so yeah. I feel like maybe I sound a little bit like Cher. So I apologize yeah. for that, home <laughs> listeners. Yeah. So let me ask you one question. Do you believe in life after love? I was going to ask you if you still... No, I, can't. I got nothing. Go uh, ahead. Sorry. No, I took the good one. Yeah. I, took the good I was going to say something about Moonstruck. Oh, okay. So. You got to be like, snap out of it. Like, slap <laughs> okay. me. Well, we want to add a special welcome to those of you who might be tuning in on the Angelica Community Radio Station. That's right. So That's welcome, WRAQ yeah. 92.7. Yeah. Shout out. Yeah. So maybe you're, maybe you're uh, just staying on after listening to Alan Chartok's Capital Connection. So yeah. we're, we're glad to keep you as listeners. Yeah. That was great. Yeah, thank you. I felt that was, that was yeah. really good. Yeah, that was a good vibe. There. Yeah. That was a good... So those of you who just are downloading or listening on iTunes, you also have the option of listening in Wednesdays at 9 o'clock. Yeah. And if... You're the radio people, and you yeah. miss the radio. Yeah. Podcast. Other way around. Yeah. Download us from iTunes or, or our uh, website. Yeah. Everything comes back to itself. Yeah. Do you want to mention our, our exciting new Twitter feed right now while we're in the newsy <sighs> section here? Yeah. Hey, everybody. We have a new Twitter account. I just said that part. Specifically yeah. for all the books. Yeah. We're all the books at all the books show. Yeah. On Twitter. So come and find us. Follow us. Comment. Anytime you have questions or comments or you want to mention a book or yell at one of us, just send it over at that Twitter. Yep, you also have, I mean, they have the option of the just standard David A. Howe Facebook page or wellsville at sdls.org is our yeah. email address. So. All right. And we, we got some comments on your Halloween questions, so That's we'll true. bring those up later, yeah. listeners. Yeah. All right, let's get to where our bookmarks are. Oh, boy. Okay. All yeah, right. I, you have to start because I'll just, I'll just throw this out here right now. If Listeners, don't. if you were here last week. Don't say it. I'm still reading the exact Monsters. same stuff. Monster Hunter International and Asylum. Monsters I Incorporated. Not, I have not finished them. I've been reading these very slowly. Okay. I got nothing new. Wow. And this is, we've gone a little extra time, too, since we last recorded. So yeah. that's particularly shameful yeah. of you. Well, I'll have more to say. So I guess, I mean, yeah. you're, is, that, is that your bookmark? That's my bookmark. Okay. I just felt like I should just, yeah. I don't want to talk more about yeah. them. I mean, I, Things you, are pretty spooky You in said asylum. I should go first, and then you just did it. So. Huh. <laughs> It's all Go right. Ahead. It's all right. Yeah. Maybe you need a script. Otherwise, <laughs> oh, okay. Otherwise, hey, you're jumping things. That's yeah. all. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. All right. So where's Nick's bookmark? Well, Eric. Wolf- <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Wolfman Nick has finished um, a few things since we last talked. So some of these I mentioned previously, but I've since finished The Lovely Bones. Mm-hmm. And this is one of the rare occasions, like you in Jurassic Park, where I prefer the film. I, I think the timeline of the film. I don't know if I... Her? All right. Well, that's what you it. said. That's what I you said. I did say we that, to... but I also love the book. All right. But... So all the books cannot make a, an official ruling. No, we need, we need to just nod all right. back. All right. <laughs> Lovely Bones. Right. Good book. I like the timing and I like the visuals of the movie a little mm-hmm. bit better. Sure. 
So that was good. What else did I read? Also, but you you listened a lot to the Lovely Bones. And what yeah, I thought was interesting is how old is the character in Lovely Bones? Oh, jeez. I mean, she's 13 or so. The, the woman reading it sounded like she was 50. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you only have it from the, like, you know, the after her death voice. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of a, a timeless voice. And it, it stretches for, you know, decades, so... You know, I don't know. It just seemed kind of out of place. Yeah, I know. I probably would have gone with a younger voice, too. Yeah. But So I finished Lovely Bones. Uh, I also read Theodore Boone, book three, The okay. Accused. That's John Grisham's uh, YA series. Okay. So that was, that was decent. Did it was like a little it? more... Yeah, I did. It was a little more simplistic than the other ones were. The first one was just called Kid Lawyer, right? Yeah, Kid yeah. Lawyer and then Abducted. Okay. The Abducted. Yeah. Did he um, solve... Did he, like, he's, Yeah, case? he did. He sure did. Yeah. All right. I read, uh, we got a few new graphics in, and I read one of them, Batman Cacophony, which was written by Kevin Smith. Yeah. Did uh, you finish it? I did finish it. Yeah. It's I okay. See, I didn't see your review in Goodreads. Oh, well, I did it. I remember liking it. I remember giving that one a good review, but I also remember not thinking his stance on the Joker-Batman relationship was really yeah. melded with how I see it. Yeah, it was it was an interesting take. I mean, there, there's the moment where the Joker's kind of like lucid and controlled and they yeah. have like a conversation. It was interesting to see, but I know what you mean. I don't yeah. know that I would say, oh yeah, that's totally what their relationship yeah. is. But that got super nerdy. Yeah. So yeah. that was written by Kevin Smith, who's a fellow podcaster. That's he true. Said, yeah. He's got way more podcasts. Yeah, I know he's got us. about We've a million. Got one and he's got 20. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So what I'm currently reading, I kind of got away. Oh, no, I, I finished one more. Sorry. I'm sorry. It was a long time. I know. I also read uh, 41. Yeah. Which is the, uh, you know, I love my presidential memoirs. But you do. This was written by George W. Bush about Bush Sr. Yeah. So it was, yeah. it was interesting to, to hear it from that perspective. It's not really a detailed, in-depth analysis of Bush right. Sr., but I kind of liked writing the opening, like his little intro, and he says, like, there are lots of books about my dad, and this one is not objective. Like, he's like, this is just right. not an objective biography, which, yeah. of course, it's not, but yeah. I like that he no. just said it outright. Wouldn't be prudent to say no, it was. No, not at this juncture. <laughs> uh, yeah, you gave that book four stars. A thousand points of light. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Read My Lips. That was a decent book. That's a George Bush joke. Uh, you don't okay. know the Read My Lips thing? No. How old are you? Jeez. Anyway. Well, I mean, I, I know the SNL stuff. Well, that's, that was just a prominent George oh. Bush. Yeah. No. Do you want oh, me to do a Dukakis impression? Uh, who? Oh, God. Yeah, go ahead. No. No. <laughs> uh, what I finished. No, that's all <laughs> that I finished. So I'm currently reading. I went back to Salem's Lot. Right. And I'm about 150 pages into Salem's Lot. I still need to get my copy of that. Yeah. You do. Is it good? It is good. There's a few things that there's there's like there's a there's parents who have a baby and they're they're horrible. And I every time I get to those I just cringe. I can't handle it. Mm-hmm. So that part's upsetting me. But most of the book is good. And I guess uh, I have to mention that I'm also reading the Archie Comics Halloween Annual. So Oh yeah, I was yeah. with you when you found you it. You were, yeah. You, you saw it that was a thing treasure. And you, yeah, you were pulled in like a tractor it. beam. Yeah. Yeah, You're just we'll like, have to. I'll go yeah. into my deep yeah. love and respect. Betty and Veronica Halloween. For, what's it called? Halloween. <laughs> Halloween. Spectacular? Halloween annual. Yeah, I you're like, yeah. well, I've got to get know. it. I didn't have a choice for our guilty our guilty pleasures episode, which will exist. Okay, I'll go into detail about Again, my love of Archie. Guilty pleasures are just whatever society has told you isn't cool. Okay, so really, yeah, there are no guilty pleasures. Your guilty pleasures, I think, I probably agree with society that they are not cool. Hmm. So <laughs> we'll save it for the Where, episode. Yeah. We'll save it for the episode. All right, that's my bookmark. I wonder I'm, if you come across as a bully. Cut up. No, you probably don't. No, I don't think so. I probably edited out enough to make you look. Yeah, I think so. Not yeah. as bullyish. Yeah. So 
Wow, you read a lot, man. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Busy week. You know what I think it is? Tell me. I think me and my wife have been trying to finish Arrow. We've been trying to catch up to Arrow because it's coming out. The the new season four starts the seventh, and we we were in like the beginning of season two. Yeah, you binged. We we had a binge through season two. Now we have season three. So I just haven't been at home reading because we've just been trying to finish this show. Yeah, I'm I'm not a good marathon. Yeah. watcher you know I'm like we're gonna have a marathon yeah and my wife loves that to watch yeah. like four or five episodes and we'll yeah. get to like the second episode and i'm like and i'm done yeah but arrow's one of the shows that i think is actually better when you watch a lot of episodes together it is but <laughs> it's a flawed show i don't <laughs> love that this show. is one thing i'm just gonna say this because yeah. it's arrow but <laughs> we were watching it and one of the characters told arrow he needs to give everything he has in this fight. Because if he's not, yeah. he's not going to be able to pull through. Everything. But last episode, Arrow had told the same person they were going to need to give everything. <laughs> and so, like, on a weekly basis, yeah. you know, when you see it of... with the seven days in between, right. you maybe not notice that. But when you watch it back and forth, it's like, look, yeah. we all know we're all giving we're... it everything we got every week. We have, we just got the third season of that in the collection. Third here, season right? and the first season of The Flash. Oh, wow. So we have all the seasons of Arrow. Yeah. We have the first season of Flash. First season of Gotham. The first season of Gotham. And first season of Agent Carter. Okay. Which I still need to watch. We're we're up to date. Yeah. Cool. Um, I would say... I will never understand the DVD release schedule. Why they don't give you a little bit of time to catch up on the previous seasons. Netflix is putting Flash season one and Arrow season three the day those new seasons start. I don't don't get that. How are they going to pick up new viewers if you can never catch up? Well, I guess if you have Netflix and Hulu, then with Hulu you have some space. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I'm going to say it. Flash so, is probably the show I'm most excited about. Coming one. back? Yeah, coming back. Yeah, I agree with that. It's probably one of my favorite shows. It's the shows one that I'm looking right forward now. to. But really, yeah. more than that. I mean, let's just say you're most looking forward to Supergirl. Oh, Supergirl. Yeah. yeah, well, we were talking about returning shows. Oh, that's I am right. super pumped about Supergirl. Well, in a way, yeah. Dean Cain is returning. Dean Cain. <laughs> Dean Cain's coming so you back. Can, you Man. can almost see this as a. Dean Cain is like, he's my Superman. I guess this is our official start. Our official campaign to get Dean Kane to appear on the All the Books podcast. Okay. Dean, Eric disagrees because he's not an author. That's true. Right? Write a book, Dean Kane, and we'll try to get you. You know, he did write a few episodes of Lois and Clark. I mean, it's not a book, but right. he wrote. <laughs> Collect so. those screenplays. Yeah, yeah. Into Put them a in a bound volume. Right. Yeah. We'll get you on this All right. podcast. Dean All right. Kane. He's probably like, I gotta write something. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I wrote a poem. Yeah. Book news. Yeah. Okay. Hey. And we're back. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you are about to be... What's the word? You're about to be buried in an avalanche oh, of book news. Okay, all right. All right. These all are coming out October 6th. Okay. Adolf Hitler, the last 10 <laughs> days of World War II in Europe. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's... Um, this takes place the 10 days after he commits... Oh, I said Adolf Hitler? Yeah. It's after Hitler, the last oh. 10 days of World War II in okay. Europe. Looks like I can't read. Mm-hmm. But the point is, this is about Europe... Ten days after the first ten days after he committed suicide. Spoiler alert! Hmm. Now everybody knows. Yeah, I guess if you didn't. All right. Anybody not? Do you think anybody doesn't know that? Probably yeah, kids. It's pretty. It's pretty well known. I think. Yeah. Are you gonna read this? Are you? You're not really a World War II, like. Oh really? Yeah. You you like your history, but you're not really. I I don't get it. You you like history. You yeah. are a history minor. It's true. But you don't like World War Two. You don't like learning about World War Two. I don't. I wouldn't say. So I guess that. it's just presidents. I guess, it's just, I guess presidents I, yeah, is that's true. Thing. I guess I like U.S. history the most. Yeah. All right. Well, after Hitler isn't boy, back, but it could be. You just guys. made my high school history teacher so happy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mr. Barrett. Shout out to Mr. Barrett. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. George R. R. Martin. 
I think there's supposed to be four more R's there's in there. Several George R R R R R. It's pronounced George R. Yeah, yeah, he's got the face for that kind of name too. Man, he does. Yeah, he looks like an old sea captain. He does. He should have a a Newfoundland dog. Yeah. Okay. A Knight of the Seven Kingdoms taking place nearly a century before the events of Game of Thrones. So it's a prequel. Yeah, it's got three official uh, prequel novellas. Oh, okay. So how how soon before Game of Thrones? The show? No, I mean how, oh, how far this, is it? Oh, uh, this takes place a century. A century. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's a lot of stuff going. Probably on. Probably not a lot of overlap then. Okay. I don't know. I, I don't. I, I stopped after the first book because it was depressing as heck. <laughs> then I watched five seasons of the show. Yeah, I don't get that. I don't either. So okay. anyway, George R. R. Martin. Fans. Well, you've read more George R. R. Martin. Than I can. George R. R. Can we R. R. just Martin? <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm, let's say G. Double R. M. All right. Oh, that's for now on. Yeah. G. Double R. M. I think that's his rap name. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I bet he would drop some sick beats. Yeah. It'd be the Seven Kingdoms with a backwards number seven. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. All right. Hey Nick, this one's for you. Okay. Debbie McCumber. McCumber. Debbie McCumber. Yeah. She's got Dashing Through the Snow, hey, a Christmas hey. novel. Hey hey hey. I'm pretty sure that's her bread and butter. Debbie McCumber? Yeah. She writes a lot of Christmas novels, but I wouldn't say that that's her. Have you read any of her Christmas novels? This is going to shock you, but no, I have not. I'm shocked. I know. I told you. I warned you ahead of time, so I don't know why you were so shocked. Well, I have this condition where, like, I just get Boom! Oh, my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) Halloween. Yeah. That's pretty scary. Yeah. That was classic Wolfman Nick. (laughs) We're going to, in uh, December, we're just going to have to have you talk about the Christmas books you've read, because it seems like every time I talk about an author who's got a Christmas series out. You yeah. haven't read them, That's but true. I know you've read tons. Yeah. Well, Debbie McCumber's tend to be more like Christmas romance. Quick question. Yeah. Uh, Murder, She Wrote. Yeah. Did they do Christmas novels? Oh my gosh, of course they did. <laughs> okay. There's at least two. We're doing one for a book club next year. Wow. I know. I said it ahead of time. Hey, Ted Decker has a book, AD oh. 33. I bet I know what that's about. Uh, they call her the Queen of Outcast. Oh, that's not what I was going to guess. <laughs> Uh, but Have then you she read met a name, Sorry. a man named Yashua, or maybe it's Ooh. Yashua. Ooh, with a Y, I never know. Yeah. Have you read Ted Decker? Oh, have I? What's that one book we both read? Forbidden. Oh yes, that one that was the book, the book of the mortals. That series. Yeah, yeah that was Ted Decker and Tosca Lee. Okay, I yeah. didn't love it. No, I was okay with the first book. The second book really lost me. Yeah. I can't remember what that one's called. I read one of his not not. Um, it was like a psychological thriller called um, Bone Man's Daughter. And it wasn't particularly good, but it was very compelling. You know, I didn't find the writing to be super strong, but it was a page turner. Okay. You know, so uh, some people swear by him, like the Circle series and uh, um, the black, yeah, black yeah, green, yeah, yeah, yeah. all that stuff. All right. Ted Decker, AD 33. Is this part of a series, you know, or is it just a, a one-off? It doesn't say anything part of a series. Okay. Uh, it's probably just well, a just one-off. Curious. Maybe it's part of a new series. Could be. Oh. Guess what it says on the cover? Tell me. A novel. AD 33, oh, a novel. Yes. Okay. I don't understand. I know. I'll never understand. I know. We'll never stop All talking All books about are it. novels. That's true. Uh, hey, I got some YA books. True, go on. Uh, the Tournament of Gorlan. <laughs> this is by John A. Flanagan. He writes the Ranger Apprentice books. Oh. This, and that series is done. Mm-hmm. I read the first book. It was, it wrote... It read pretty young. Typically, those are like classified as junior books, right? Yeah, Not young at all. Yeah, because they do read kind of young. But this is part of the Ranger's Apprentice, the early years. So I think he's coming back. And we got prequel fever here at yeah, all we the do. books. So why? What else was a prequel? George, oh yeah, George G R, R. R. Martin. Yeah, no D G double R M. <laughs> We're gonna make that stick. Okay. Hashtag DJ. Anyways, <laughs> Ranger <laughs> Apprentice. That's fans. hard to say too. Sorry. Uh, now's your chance to see Halt and Crowley discover. 
the ambitious Morgareth. Oh my gosh! Well, all right, you're well, here's not, a book. You are not selling that well at all. Hey, uh, I know some people who are going to be excited about this. Okay, uh, it's a YA book. Yeah, and we've got to come to the library. Cool. Uh, Rainbow Rowl. Rainbow yeah. Rowl. Uh, <laughs> R's and W's together. Just my kryptonite. That's your kryptonite. Yeah, uh, I was just going to say well, that. Well, the book is called Carry On. So I haven't read any of her YA stuff. I did read. Attachment. Yeah, I read that. I read Attachment. That was pretty good. We're doing um, for for after after Lovely Bones. We're doing Landline. Yeah, which I might is read one that. of her, her adult novels. Yeah. Well, she's got Eleanor, book club, yeah. Eleanor and Quimby or whatever the Park. guy's name. <laughs> Eleanor and Park. I don't know. Who <laughs> Eleanor <is>. and Quimby. <laughs> Eleanor and Park is the big famous one. Fangirl. I feel like you got that confused with Eleanor Rigby. And, oh, maybe that's it. Yeah. Thank you, man. Yeah, you're welcome. So Carry On's probably. I think it's our third. YA book. Yeah, what? Fangirl, Eleanor Quimby, and then... Yeah. <laughs> I said Quimby. <laughs> you said Eleanor Quimby. <laughs> I know. Wow. Um, All right. Oh, man. This, this one, uh, uh, that's what his roommate Baz says, and Baz might be evil and a vampire oh. and a complete git, but Look he's probably it. right. <laughs> yeah. It's because okay. the main character is Simon Snow. And oh. he, he, uh, this is Rainbow Rowell we're still talking yeah. about? Yeah. Okay. He's so the like worst hol- chosen one who's ever been chosen. Oh, my. This looks so like it's going to be fun. Is it a halloween book, then? Uh, no. It looks oh. like just kind of a fantasy... Okay. Book. We'll see. We'll have to read right. it. And no, Rick Riordan has a new series starting October six. Magnus Chase and the Gods of Asgard. Oh, book yeah. one, the Swords of Summer. Yeah, we talked about that a bit. I have a feeling this one's going to be pretty big. I, I mean, think he, so. yeah, everything he writes is huge. But this one, I mean, it's uh, Norse go- gods in the modern time. I mean, there's little bits like Thor using his hammer to stream videos and stuff. Whoa. Yeah, I know. That was- that was cringe. That was trigger mortis cringeworthy. What you just said, Monia, <laughs> uh, <Monier>, Netflix, <laughs> loading. I don't know. Yeah, Netflix talks. Yeah. All right. So, are you gonna read that? No. I actually really do like Norse mythology. Okay. I haven't read any of his stuff, and I guess Percy Jackson seems a little too young for me. But maybe I'll read this this one just to. My my brother loves Percy Jackson. Mm-hmm. I saw the two weird movies. Yeah. The only thing I've read by Rick Riordan is um, I read the first book of The 39 Clues. Oh, yeah. And it was fine. So you, you never found out the, the next 38? No, I think I read maybe two, but he only writes okay. the first book. Okay. Vince Flynn has a book called The Survivor, a Mitch Rapp novel. Oh, that's adult, though. Oh, this is by... Yeah, this is... This is we're back to adult books. Okay. But it's, it says Vince Flynn, The Survivor. It says a Mitch Rapp novel by Kyle Mills. Oh, boy. Do any authors write their own books oh, any no. day? Is this like Vince Flynn's first foray into having? I don't really else? follow Vince Flynn, but I don't remember a lot of other books with a, a co-author. So annoying. Well, I, that sounds like it's not even a co-author though, because it just says Vince Flynn's. Usually, that means mm. he didn't write it. Yeah, but someone else did entirely. This one I'm pretty excited about: Shadows of Self, a Mistborn novel by Brendan Sanderson. Oh, Sandon Branderson. Yep. Uh, for those who don't know, he wrote three books part of the Mistborn trilogy. Mm-hmm. He then wrote a one-off called The Alloy of Law. And uh-huh. it was just, uh, it stood by itself. And Shadows of Self is book one of a new trilogy in the Mistborn universe. Okay. And what's cool about the Mistborn universe is he wrote the three, the first three books and they were set at a per- certain time. Yeah. But then Alloy of Law takes place like years after. But it's one of those things where sometimes in a fantasy book, uh, when you skip a hundred years ahead, every, mm-hmm. like technology is the same. It's still medieval Europe. <laughs> right. But in this one, he jumps, so now they have like steam technology, so it's a bit more of a steampunk thing, and they oh. have they've upgraded with gunpowder and stuff. And so, this one looks like a little bit more. This one is uh, the time period is more 19th century America. Mm-hmm. 
So it's cool because his universe is actually like yeah, they evolve, developing. Change. Yeah, that's great. So. I, I know I ordered that one, so we'll have nice. it. Yeah, I still actually have to read Alloy of Law, but I really did enjoy the. Uh, the I've picked up Mistborn before. Yeah, but it's not your thing. Yeah, it's good though. The yeah. uh, I didn't love the first one, mm-hmm. but I remember when I finished the first one, I kind of wanted to keep reading it. It's such a commitment. Yeah. Well, the second one was really good. I really liked the second mm-hmm. one, and the third one was. It, it was pretty good. I think I read the third one faster than the other two. So. Mm. They're big, though. Yeah. All right, last one I got, so you can just relax. Okay. That just, wasn't bad. See, that was a, you said there was going to be a lot. I didn't think that I, was particularly well, a lot. felt like a lot. Oh, okay. Uh, maybe to you. Yeah, well, maybe you just sidestepped the avalanche and you just watched it. Yeah, that's true. You were true. spectating yeah. it, going like, I, wow, yeah. avalanches are kind of cool. I left cool. my body and just... Wow. Uh, ghostly, a collection of ghost stories. I'm wiggling my fingers. Like Zoinks, man. Yeah. Um, from Edgar Allan Poe to Kelly Link to M.R. James to Neil Gaiman, uh, Ghostly reve- revels in the evolution of the ghost story genre with tales going back to the 18th century into the modern era. Wow. Yeah. So I hope got... that wasn't all the title because, man. No. No. Um, so this book is coming out. That might be cool. Neil Gaiman's in there. I like him. I've never read Neil Gaiman. Hmm. What's My wife just read one. What was that? Ocean at the End of the Lane? Ocean at the End of the Lane. She the was one? trying to read Neverwhere. Yeah, she loves Ocean at the End of the Lane. Yeah, that's a good one. Katora, our children's librarian, is doing for her kids' book club a graveyard book. Which oh, I've is read. she? Yeah. Oh. That has a uh, Roald Dahl kind of feel. Oh, okay. So, I like it. Does anybody ever hang out in a giant peach? No. Okay. That's, that's a different kind of... Roald Dahl. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, man. Yeah. That's, you, you're done. I'm done with book news. That was painless. Yeah. See, that was good. Hey, Nick, where's your book news? Oh, you don't have any. Yes, I do. Oh, you do. Yeah, you just jumped me again. Oh, sorry. That's all right. Ooh. I'm patient. I can wait. All right, so Eric just told you what's coming out next week. Yeah. I've well, got October 6th. Don't, you, you can't put a next well, you know, previous. Yeah. Next, yeah. <clears throat> if we get new listeners because of the radio show, yeah. then they're not going to know what's happening. Yeah, they're going to like, I want to buy this book, but it's coming out next week. Yeah. I mean, and they'll I go they, look for it. They'll be like, oh, that book came out two weeks ago. That can't possibly be the one they did. Yeah. yeah. Boy. What's Boy. happening? Temporal mechanics. Difficult. Yeah, yeah time travel is yeah. rough. Yeah. Thanks for dumbing that down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's a listener out there who's like, temporal? What? Yeah. Uh, 1.21 gigawatts. Wait, what? What's a gigawatt? No, we can't no, just we, recreate no, no, no. Back to the Future right what? now. I could do it. Don't say that we can't. <laughs> say that we shouldn't because I could do it. Okay. All right. We, we shouldn't. Okay. Yeah, you're right. I agree. But I could. I know you could. But I won't. There's no Back to the Future series. What Books. You, no. You, no, but I, but I will tell you that while I usually don't read fan fiction, I have read a specific author's who has this like whole Back to the Future world. Wow. And I've read some of her fan okay. fiction. And it's pretty good. One of them is a crossover with Quantum Leap, which was <laughs> pretty great. <laughs> wow. I know. <laughs> but you haven't written your own. And this isn't even the Guilty Pleasures podcast, right. and I'm talking so about crossover read, fan fiction. Yeah, you read Quantum Leap, Back to the Future fan fiction. Yes. Yes, I have. All right. During you're, the Guilty Pleasures one, you're just going to have to like tell us the plot. I know. Do I have any that. pleasures that aren't guilty? I don't know. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So, back on track. These are the advance notices that we just got from the publisher saying what's coming out. So this is stuff that's coming out in a couple months. Do do you think they call you specifically and only you? I have a giant red phone on my desk. Nick, uh, this just in. (laughs) Grisham's writing a new book. Random house here. Have we got a tip for you? (laughs) I guess they're a newspaper man for the 1940s. All right. Uh, Well, Danielle Steele, who I'm telling you, 
This this lady puts out some books. She puts out a lot of books. Yeah. We've t- I don't know if we talked about this one or not. I don't think we no. have. This is coming out December 1st called Precious Gifts. Oh. Colon, a novel. So, no. yeah, it's a novel. Still! Yeah. December 1st, Danielle Steele. Okay. So, she's one of the top selling, I think she might actually be the t- top selling, like, living author, like, currently. I can't believe that. I think it, it's true. I've read that before, so unless... More than, like... That was true at one point. So if it's not still true, it was true at a time. More than, like, J.K. Rowling now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That was at, at a certain time. So mm. don't, don't pin me down. All right. Next we got, uh, coming out December 8th, mm-hmm. we got Secret Sisters by Jane Ann Krentz. Secret Sisters. Secret Sisters. Yeah. That is, a, she writes romantic suspense, mm-hmm. for the most part. This okay. one's a romantic suspense. Sure. So those are coming out in December. December's kind of a light publishing month, so I don't have a lot, so I'm going to stop at those two. Is that your sister? So that's what we've got. She's, it's a secret. She's my secret sister. <laughs> that seems like a thing, like at church, they buy presents for each other. It's yeah. my secret sister. I don't, think <laughs> I don't think it's that thing. Right. I think they're yeah. like secret sisters. Yeah. You were my secret sister last year. That's, and you think I come across as the bully. <laughs> All right. All right. So we did it. That's, that's the world of books. Yeah. Hey, Nick, guess what? You tell me. We're recording this podcast October 1st. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's true. So when this comes out, it won't be October. But we'll be into October. Yeah. So October for me is basically just Halloween month. Yeah, boy, that's true. Yeah, it is. That is truth. You know, here's why. Tell me. Here's, here's why I've realized. Lay it on me. Because this, this is something I've, like, I've picked up on in the last couple of years, mm-hmm. too. Sure. Halloween is yeah. the only holiday outside of Christmas that you can have the whole month too. That's true. Because nobody celebrates Thanksgiving all month. Yeah. Not Valentine's Day, not the 4th of July. Mm -mm. You have, like, as soon as October hits, people are like, it's Halloween, let's do Halloween things. That's true. And that is a good point. Yeah. I never thought of that. So I, I just I just like it. I mean, yeah. everybody likes the Christmas at- Not everybody, but the yeah. Christmas atmosphere is nice for that month and sure. everything. And the Halloween is like almost like the opposite end of it. Yeah. It's just it's just nice. It's you can just spooky. Yeah. Because of that, yeah. because I love Halloween. You you kind of hate Halloween. No, that's not true. You said it last night when we were watching a kind of a scary movie. Yeah. And then we were trying to come up with other movies to watch. You said, oh, I hate Halloween. No, I didn't say that. Because you couldn't pick a... No, I said, no, I don't want to do this because people kept throwing out really, like, terrifying things. Yeah. And I don't want to o- watch Only them. your other friend, Sally. Yeah. I, I feel like my movie choices... If you take out the zombie movies, I I'm don't picking... like okay. I don't like gore and disturbing mm-hmm. images. Yeah, because they just stick in my brain yeah. forever. Yeah, I don't like gore either. Okay, I like suspense. That's weird. I like fear. Yeah, but yes, I get it. Zombies are gory. Yeah, are. and so I don't really have an explanation for that. Yeah, but I still like them. Okay, all right. No, I don't hate Halloween, but I will say in prepping for our little oh our Halloween segment. Yeah, this is, that's how I got to Halloween. Here. Yeah. yeah. Um, but for prepping for this, I was kind of looking back. I have a log of like the books I've read for yeah. the last 15 years or so. And I was looking at each October, mm-hmm. and I never read Halloween books. Oh, right. So yeah. I think it's you. I think it's you, man. What? Yeah. I think you inspired me to read Halloween books. Yes. All right. Because I, and it was just in recent years. Mm-hmm. Do I see I'm looking at some, some things where I'm reading Halloween books, but I actually haven't read a lot. Okay. So. Well, let's, uh, I, f- I figured. And it's, it's funny you just said that, but maybe we should just talk about, one, yeah. what we're planning to read this October, Okay, and then some of our favorite Halloween picks. Old school picks. Yeah. Okay. Which one do you want to start with? Favorite Halloween picks or what we're reading? I bet I think we can go through quick what we're going to be reading okay. this October. Let's do that. Okay. Let me open up my to read because I put them in order. Good job. So I'm reading Asylum and 
the Monster Hunter International, but I'll have those finished by next week. Um, yeah, we've heard that before. <laughs> I'm worried about this October because the yeah. last October I had about four books to read plus yeah. some short stories, and I did it. But that's because I was able to finish like a book a week at my old job where I was part-time and had like five days off the week. Yeah. Now I'm full-time. Yeah. And then this podcast, I have yeah. So I don't know. I've, I've brought it down to three. Okay. And that's why I started those other ones early. So should I do one and you do one? Yeah. All right. I've got three that I, I want to read this. Okay. This October. All right. All right. Sounds a lot. Yeah. Because of the book club. Right. So, and you're reading that. And that's about vampires. Yes, it is, but it's. I think it's. It's. Um, I mean, uh, from what I've read so far, which is about 150 pages, mm-hmm. it's a. It's a very slow burn. Okay. You know, oh. it's not like you don't start and it's like vampires. Yeah. But it is very like he's good at. He's good at introducing like the concept of terror and yeah. have it just kind of grow and grow and grow. So there's a there's this really spooky undercurrent. Okay. And you kind of know what's going on, yeah. but. I feel like we're both. Reading Stephen King's Salem's Lot, so you don't have to say that one if you don't want to. I guess okay. that was a together. Well, I'm already reading Salem's Lot. Yeah. I already started. Oh, okay, so. yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to read that one. Okay. If if I finish that one in time, yeah, I probably will try to read Pet Cemetery this October. But if I can't, I'm going to save it for next October. Okay. So all right, go ahead. Well, once I finish um, Salem's Lot, mm-hmm. I'm going to push on to one called Head Full of Ghosts. Who's that by? Oh, I didn't write that down. Oh, Look really? it up. Head full of ghosts. Head full of ghosts. This is one that my wife picked up because I, I like a specific kind of like spooky book. Uh-huh. So I think this was maybe even for Father's Day. She a head she full of ghosts. Head full of ghosts. Yeah. Okay, by Paul Tremblay. Uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Ooh, that's the one. Look at that. Is yeah, that a so, staircase? That's that's a sideways picture. It's a great cover. Oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah, it looks good. Um, I kind of like, I just briefly read the first couple of paragraphs yeah. on that, and the writing's good, and it seems very spooky. So um, I've held on to that one for a while because I wanted to save it to read during the Halloween month. So mm-hmm. that, once Salem Lot's done, I'm going to move on to that one. Okay. You're up. Uh, I would like to read The Devil's Only Friend by Dan Wells. It's the you fourth, love Dan Wells. Well, it's the f- fourth book in his John Cleaver series of the, the Serial I am, Killer. I Am Not a Serial Killer okay. series. So um, after I finish. Uh, whatever I finish, yeah. I, I want to read The Devil's Only Friend. Okay. October, so I thought about saving it for next one and doing something different, but it's been a while, and this is actually the start of a new trilogy in this series. Oh, okay. So, Interesting. Just writers restarting their trilogies, man. Yeah, I guess so. So I don't know what it's really about. At this point, if you haven't read this series, it, it's hard to talk about this book mm-hmm. and what they're doing without spoiling the rest, but yeah. uh, it seems like it's going in a different direction, but every, a lot of people online are saying it's still just as creepy. Okay. So that's what happens when you have a 15-year-old sociopath yeah. who is not trying to be a serial killer. Yeah. So go ahead. Okay. Well, um, next I'm going to move on to something a little lighter called Sleepwalker Tonic. Okay. This is by uh, Jason Siegel. Oh. It's a sequel to... Uh, Nightmares? Yeah, Nightmares. Which was really good. Yeah. It's kind of it's aimed at a younger audience. Yeah. It's probably even a little below young adult. I yeah. would probably put it as a J, junior. Yeah, yeah it is in the Js. Okay, um, but it was good. Mm-hmm. Like it was, uh, it had genuinely creepy moments, but the but the overall tone was a little bit more mellow. But I really enjoyed it. I could just kind of picked it up randomly. Uh, the first one's about this kid's dad remarries this person who he thinks is a witch. And um, they moved to this big, spooky purple mansion, which yeah. looks very similar to the pink house here in Wellsville, only it's, it's much creepier. Right. <laughs> the, I mean, Nightmare's book is much sure. creepier. 
And it all is kind of about, he, he's kind of entering this dream world, and he mm-hmm. doesn't know if they're real or not. All right. So that was Nightmare. So this is the sequel to that yeah. one. So that's next. All right. Well, if I can finish that stuff, then what will end my October read uh-huh. is going to be I Ripper by Stephen Hunter. And I don't um, know a lot about this, but it's new. We have it here at the library. Yeah, that one did not appeal to me at all. Yeah, I actually, I think I asked you to order it. Yeah, you did. Because I was like, man, it's Jack the Ripper stuff. And you're like, uh... Well, it was a good call. I, yeah. think, I think it will be popular. Uh, I Ripper's uh, vivid reimagining of Jack's personal story entwined with that of an Irish journalist who covered the case. Mm-hmm. Knew the uh, principles and charted the investigation. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know a lot about I Ripper. I listened to a podcast, uh, Stuff You Should Know, and mm-hmm. they talked about Jack the Ripper. And that was, uh, that was really interesting. And I got that game... Letters from Whitechapel, oh, which I, yeah. I really like, and we've got to play soon. Yeah, I've never played that. Um, it's just cool. I haven't really ever... I never saw that movie from hell or read the comic, the one with Johnny Depp. Oh, no, I didn't read But that. it was cool. And I haven't really... I don't really read like a lot of stuff that just came out, so I think it'll be cool to read something like new. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's nice to, to stay up to date. Yeah. Me? Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I want to, I've had a book for a while called uh, Winter Ghosts by Kate Moses. Okay. Is that the sequel to Winter's Bone? It's not. Oh. No. No. So we have that here <laughs> in the collection, and I've had a copy that I picked up years ago. So right. that's, that's on my list, too. That one's yeah. kind of a, a spooky. It's a historical mm-hmm. fiction. And, I mean, if you catch up and you're, you're going to do Pet Cemetery, I'll do it with you. All right. So It'd be cool if we could, but I don't yeah. know. I, I, I like... When I was planning this mentally, like three years ago, like yeah. what I'm going to read, I always thought of like <laughs> trying to keep like That's certain so writers, yeah. like one, you know, one. so do a Stephen King yeah. every year, yeah, until I run out of ones I actually want to read. Right. So. Well, I'm happy to wait till next year on Pet Cemetery. Yeah, we'll see. Yep. Um, I don't know. Last last Halloween, last October, I also read some H.P. Lovecraft, and he wrote like short stories. Okay. And I read like three of those. Like I read a big book, and then I read a Lovecraft story. Okay. And I read a big book, and then and so it was just. Um, I don't know if I'll, I'll fit that in. I think I read like the ones I wanted to. But we'll okay. See. I haven't read Lovecraft. I know, man. Uh, you said you would though. Yeah, I'll, I'll give do you a book. You'll read like one or two. Hit me. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We'll see. All right. That's all I've got then. Okay. For what I want to read. So, so what are some favorites? Uh, some classics. Favorite books? Yeah. I don't know if they're Spooky classics. Books. Well, I mean, do you have? Do you got a list? Do you want yeah, to start? I've got some. Sure, I can you? start yeah. it. I don't want to talk too much about Stephen King because we are doing a spotlight. Yeah, in we a couple are. Of weeks, a couple of weeks. So, yeah. uh, that's so, that's the one. Had, Listen, I need some support on this Stephen King spotlight <laughs> because Eric's going to be a hostile witness. So, if you've got some, <laughs> maybe I'll like Salem's you got, Lot. Yeah, you might. If you've got some positive thoughts on old Stevie King, hit yeah. us up at, at all the book show on Twitter. Yeah. Anything, Facebook, please. email, wherever you want. We need it. But we need to know. Um, and that's part of the reason I want to read, try to read Pet Cemetery too, so I can... Yeah, have a little bit more. Again. Sure. <laughs> well, you know, before we get into this, you, you opened it up, speaking of Twitter, you opened it up to our listeners just to have Do you want to start with them? Some, yeah, I think so. All right. What people are going to be reading this year. Uh, yeah, give us all right. Some. Sarah from Facebook says, The Shades of London series by uh, Maureen Johnson. Have you heard of the series? No, I haven't. All right. Book one. Okay. Oh, all right. So, The Shades of London by uh, Maureen, Maureen Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. It's, the first book is called The Name of the Star. Mm-hmm. Um, this is actually a younger series. It says uh, ages 12 and up. Okay. Grade level 7 up. So, so this is a YA series. Yeah. I wonder if we have this. I'm going to have to look this yeah, up. Yeah, we might. Thanks, Sarah. Um, the Day That Lou, uh, Louis is... Oh, my gosh. The Day That Louisiana Teenage... Oh, come on. Rory Devereaux... 
Hey, good There's job. There's an X at the end. Ding, ding, ding. Arrives in London to start a new life at a boarding school is also the day a series of brutal murders breaks out in the city. <laughs> Killings mimicking the horrifying Jack the Ripper spree. Hey, look at that. A century ago. Wow. Another Sarah, connection. I just talked about you did. Jack wow, the Ripper. Wow, that was weird. Maybe I'll check this Weird one out. Halloween connection. Yeah. So what, this is a trilogy? Uh, I don't know. It's, okay. It looks like there's three. All right. So we don't know if we have the Shades of London series by Maureen Johnson, but Eric's going to check. Yeah. If we don't, I'll... Uh, oh, no. It looks like there's uh, four of them. Oh, wow. So okay. it must be just an ongoing series. Cool. Cool. All right. What else we got? Yeah, this is a neat little... I'm sorry. I'm still on it. Yeah. No, okay. Uh, let's look this one up before I even read it. Oh, okay. This is by Neil Gaiman. He's back. Hey, wow, everything comes back. Circling around. Yeah. Oh, okay. This is from his um, his short stories, uh, Trigger Warnings. Okay. Short Fictions and Disturbances by Neil Gaiman, which we do have at okay. the library. The story that, uh, let's see, Chris suggested to us on Facebook is called... Click Clack the Rattlebag. Chris says, rattle it begs to be read aloud. Ooh, scary. It's spooky. Do you think it's like, it's so creepy, it's actually begging you aloud? Like, read me aloud. Read me aloud <laughs> to your friends. Yeah, I'm in the movie version. Probably. Yeah, and like, why, why are you reading this, man? I have to. Why are you reading this out loud? All right, so we got another few yeah. solid suggestions here. Shades of London series by Maureen Johnson. Click Clack the Rattlebag yeah. by Neil Gaiman. What's, what's the collection again? Trigger, uh, warnings. trigger warnings. Trigger warnings. Okay. Uh, trigger warnings? No, trigger warnings. Trigger warnings. You have a trigger warning before you experience trigger warnings. Oh, that is the, I, that's a James Bond title of the new yeah. James Bond book. Yeah. We just can't get over how yeah. terrible James it is. James Bond in Trigger, trigger Mortis. Mortis. Yeah, what's the song for that? I don't know. I've got, I've got Trigger Mortis. <laughs> we were on, I was doing more like an upbeat, yeah, golden you were doing, kind yeah. of thing. I guess I was doing like a Shirley Bassey. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, I was trying to do um, Tina Turner. Yeah. I've got... Trigger mortis. Yeah. I've got trigger mortis. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. All right, man. So that was uh, that was a couple of listeners. Yeah, we jumped off there to talk yeah. about what our listeners are reading. Yeah. Uh, okay, so let me tell you some ones that I like old school. Again, mm-hmm. not going to go into detail about Stephen King, but let me just say Bag of Bones and The Shining are, are both are your picks. perfect, creepy Halloween, Halloween reads. Okay. Probably The Shining is a little bit more like has a Halloween feel. Yeah. Bag of Bones, I think, is maybe actually creepier, but mm. those are great. Uh, one of the first, again, I was looking back over the uh, over the years of reading. One of the first books that I read in conjunction with Halloween, and this was probably about ten years ago, was Trick or Treachery by Donald Bain, a Murder She Wrote mystery. Yeah, all right, yeah. tell us about it. So, well, it's it's kind of a classic Murder She Wrote setup. There's a <laughs> Halloween party uh, hosted by you know the, mm-hmm. the big fancy richest person in town. Okay, and sure. there's a murder, uh-huh. you know, and it takes him a minute to realize that it's a murder, and then ah, you right. know, so it is spooky. They mm-hmm. they, it, they kind of they kind of hint that it's a supernatural yeah. thing, and that's that's kind of a, a theme the mm-hmm. whole way through. So that's that's a good entry in the Murder She Wrote uh, mysteries. Okay. Um, the the only other one that I would really count would be Odd Thomas, which I did for uh, last year. It was our last year's Halloween. You didn't like it though. Thing. I really hated it. Yeah. I really really did. But you said you'll give uh, the Frankenstein series a try. I do. Yeah, that's year? that's on my Halloween two read. We're, well, we're doing it. That's the next, next year, year right. for the Page Turners. We're doing right. uh, Dean Koontz Frankenstein. Okay. And the one I mentioned last week, uh, what was it called? Ashley something. Yeah. Ashley Tinsdale. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley Bell. That's another Dean Koontz that I want to read. Who's Ashley Tinsdale? She's a Disney Channel star. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Your wife probably told you about her. That's okay. probably why you figured that right. one out. <laughs> Uh, yeah, like, so, why do I know this name? Odd Thomas. Sure. That's, that's a very popular long-running series. Have you seen the movie? I did see the movie. Did it, was the movie good? 
It's I mean it's very similar to the book. So if you it's, like the book, yeah. you'd probably like the movie. But yeah. I you know Disney. don't say mom man. So let's, let's do a little well, that, back. No, that's 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 it. I don't have an extensive. You just Halloween. said everything. Yeah. Well, oh, I, we didn't plan that. Well. I've already talked about nightmares. I, sh- I should have shut you down. Yeah. I don't know what's wrong with me. I got one more. Okay. I'll save the I'll right. save the last one for what it's worth. All right. I'm gonna throw like an older one and then a new one one out. I'm ready. So. Uh, my first like time when I was gonna read like Halloween books, I read Frankenstein and Dracula, mm-hmm. the same. And if I had to pick which one is more Halloweeny, I'm gonna say Dracula. Okay. So if you haven't read the original Dracula, it it's dry in places, um, and it's it's long, but it's it's pretty good. It still it still holds up, and uh, there's still some creepiness about it. And mm-hmm. it's interesting to see how all the vampire mythology was really brought up right yeah. there. I have I have this great copy of Dracula. Yeah. Like it's one of those Barnes and Noble, yeah. you know, classic oh, yeah. ones. It's yeah. so cool looking. Yeah. I do that's on my list. That's on my two. You haven't read list. it. No, I haven't yeah. read it. Well, I mean it, it reads like it was written years and years ago. Yeah. So that's hard to get by. But mm-hmm. um, I just felt like if I, I hadn't read either of those two, I better I better have done that. Oh yeah. Halloween. I mean you're a Halloween enthusiast, you got so, to um, I also have a cool copy. It's on my Kindle. Okay. Um, that doesn't sound That's cool. it. Yeah, it just takes up no space. Okay. <laughs> I guess that would be cool. So, I don't know why I feel like Dracula is more of a Halloween book than Frankenstein. Well, but it Frankenstein is. is more, I don't know, I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's more like scientific. You it's know more I mean? sci-fi. It feels, Actually, yeah, a lot right. of people credit Mary Shelley for starting yeah. science fiction. That's a good way to put it. I Her do think and uh, Jules Verne. Uh, yeah. Kind of like science fiction. Yeah. We're our babies. I guess yeah. he's the father and she's the mother. <gasps> yeah. Wow. Okay. But Mary Shelley, she was a, a weird lady. She had a, a lot of stuff going on in her life. Well, I haven't I haven't read the Frankenstein book, but um, I was looking a couple a couple years ago. I was I was I always when I'm going to direct a play, I always read a million scripts right? to try to narrow down exactly yeah. what I want. Okay. And I was looking in kind of a Halloween. Um, era, mm-hmm. and I read the script of Frankenstein, which is based on it's a stage version okay. of the Mary Shelley play. Yeah. So again, it was like it wasn't. It's not spooky. It's not particularly spooky. Right. You know, it's just it's everything that plays very straight, mm-hmm. and it, yeah. it would have been a really tough sell on stage. Yeah. But uh-huh. I didn't do Frankenstein, and I instead settled on one called House on the Cliff by. That's how we met. George. That is how we met. Oh yeah, my goodness! Back when you were just a mere college student. Yeah, I'm yeah. glad you didn't do Frankenstein. Yeah, I know. I probably could have done Frankenstein. It would have been different. Would you have cast me as the doctor or the monster? Oh, boy. I don't know. I, at that time, but probably the doctor. Yeah, man. Yeah. Wait, are you saying now I come across more of a monster? I don't know. How dare you? Yeah, look at that. That was just a gut reaction. <laughs> I don't even know. Um, another book. This this is actually, it's a, when I got it, I don't know if it's in print yet, but uh, Dan Wells, again. He, Danny he, Wells. This was like a... Wait, a, Don Wells? Of Gilligan's yeah, Island Wells. Wow. Uh, Dan Wells wrote this... Um, this like novella that we, you could only read online. You yeah. had to get on an ebook, and I did. Uh, it's called A Night of Blacker Darkness, and it's kind of like a comedy. Um, it's about a guy. He gets buried, but he's not dead, so yeah. he, he climbs out of the grave and everything. Wow. Okay. But there are vampires who see it happening, uh-huh. and they think that he's there. He's new like one Lord. of them, right? He thinks that because <laughs> uh, he's walking around in the day and yeah. everything, and they're like, "Oh, it's our our Lord." Uh, who's come to lead us and everything. That but sounds then, like a Mel Brooks comedy, right. though. And everybody thinks he's a vampire, and he meets Mary Shelley. Mm-hmm. He meets, uh, oh, with the last okay. John Keats. Yeah. Yeah, he meets him. So it just kind of goes on. And actually, uh, they're doing it in a stage play in some oh. uh, some other state. I would like to do a spooky like Halloween stage play yeah, sometime. I think that cool. would be really fun. House on the Cliff was a pretty good stage play. Yeah. That was fun. A lot of whodunit, I, when, I was in, when I was in college, um, I had a set of friends who they were identical right. twins. 
and they staged a production of Dracula, uh-huh. and they didn't mention that there was two of them. Mm-hmm. So they kept like he kept appearing in different places. <laughs> it right. was so well done. It was nice. really neat, and spooky. But see, anyway. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, all right. You saw the movie. I read the book and saw the movie. World War Z. Oh yeah. It's it's not really like Halloweeny, but yeah. if you're looking for a zombie book, yeah. Uh, for Halloween, this is probably like one of the best. Mm. It's so good, and the movie is so different. So if you haven't yeah, read World War Z, yeah. the way it's done is the zombie apocalypse happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, we beat it, like we beat the zombies, uh, not completely. There's still kind of some out okay. there, but the world is now recovering. And so this, there's a reporter going around, and he's interviewing people who survived the zombie war. Okay, and uh, you know they're telling their stories. So you get to see a bunch of stories um, about people from different countries doing mm-hmm. all these different things. Okay. Uh, so you get all these different. You yeah. get like you get the military fighting the zombie. That is and nothing it going like down. the movie. <laughs> uh, you get this uh, this one boy in Japan having to escape from his town. Um, you get all these different kinds of uh, stories, and it's really really good. If you get the audiobook, mm-hmm. it has a bunch of people. Uh, Max Brooks, the writer, Mel Brooks' son. Oh really? He, he, he's oh. the he's the uh, reporter, mm-hmm. but uh, I think uh, Mark Hamill's in there somewhere. Oh, is he? Because it's voice work. That's cool. So you know how yeah. Mark Hamill gets on voice work. Yeah, I just think it's good. It's if you haven't read it, you should. But it's also pretty gruesome. Uh, I don't know if you like it. I think you might. Well, maybe I'll read it. Hey, I'll put it on my list for next year. All right, I'm writing see. it down. I tried to suggest you do a book club on it, and you told me I don't really understand book clubs well. No, that's not what I said. <laughs> I don't understand your crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now that I, I see who comes to your book club, yeah, in general, I'm like, they, yeah, they I don't really like World War Z. I don't think I have anything that they would like that Maybe I read. Not. I Am Legend, that's a classic that I loved. Mm. That's um, Some people like to categorize it as uh, zombies, but that's because of the movie. The movie likes to show them as zombies. The book, they're like straight-up vampires. Mm. But it's cool. All these things. Well, they, I mean, the, the movie, they're, they're vampires still. Yeah, but they're not they, like they really. Go, yeah, you're these, right. They these are smart. The zombie, these but. are smart people. Um, but it's interesting. You know, oh, sorry. Go ahead. It's just about the movie. Oh, okay. Well, it's interesting in the book, uh, all the weaknesses and stuff that we uh, attribute to vampires, he, he comes across reasons why mm-hmm. that happens. And it's, uh, it's really cool. So if you haven't read I Am Legend, that's also, that's not really a book. Because um, the collection I have, it's uh, I Am Legend and other stories. Mm-hmm. So that's Richard yeah, Matheson. Yeah, Richard Matheson's a big short story guy. Yeah. So, I read one collection of his and really yeah, loved it. I read that in a in a night. Mm-hmm. So you can too, listeners, if you believe in yourself. Yeah, you go can ahead. Yeah, read I Am Legend. All I was going to say about the movie was that you know the movie's set kind of in the future you know, uh-huh. after all this has happened. Yeah. And when he's when he passes like an abandoned movie theater, there's a, a Batman versus Superman yeah. like, movie poster. Yeah. Which at the time was yeah, not was happening. Like, That's ridiculous. Yeah. And That's now never it's like the thing. So yeah. it's just it's funny when that happens. Yeah. Kind of like how in Back to the Future they're all wearing the double ties, yeah. and we're all wearing double yeah, ties. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We're all wearing double cars ties. And, yeah. yeah. Also, now Will Smith's in a DC movie. That's right. So. Ooh. Yeah. Suicide Squad. Spooky. Here's the thing about the t- name Suicide Squad. Uh-huh. Every time. A show or movie does it, like on Arrow, yeah. uh, Smallville, or uh, the new the trailer for the movie Suicide Squad. There's always somebody in there who's like, let's call this what it is. This is a Suicide Squad. And I'm like, I don't think that's a, a general term people no. use. Like, oh, yeah. look at that Suicide yeah, Squad over classic. there. Yeah. It, it's funny. It's like the Hulk, where yeah. like somebody's name is a description but it only exists if that name exists first. Right. So yeah. like somebody's like, I'm yeah. the... I'm like a Hulk. Yeah. And people are like, I guess. Yeah. 
That's a common thing. I, it's a pretty common, it's a common expression in the same way that, you know, you would call a bunch of models a turkey herd. Right, yeah, yeah. And if you want Let's to, call this group yeah. what it's called. A, a turkey, turkey herd. herd. Let's thin that turkey herd. Yeah. Man, Jimmy Flanagan. Yeah, I he, still miss him. Yeah, he's always he's coming really back. He's stayed with me, yeah. That's episode one, by the way. Yeah. Can I tell you one of the worst things I've ever read for Halloween? I, yeah. Feed by oh, Marie yeah. Grant. I, I remember you talking about it. I, I oh. of course, did not read that. but This is a zombie book. Zombies yeah. are out there. We have it kind of controlled, but uh -huh. not really. Uh -huh. Man, it was boring. Do you watch um, iZombie? No. The show? But I might give it a try. That's based off a comic book, which yeah. I also haven't read. Yeah, it's a DC Comics, isn't it? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's on the CW, so it must be. Yeah. I read right. The Walking Dead comics, but don't watch the show. Yeah. So the comics are always good. The feed was just so boring. It's mm. like... Uh, it, it, was such, it was so pandering to the audience it wanted to read to, because the... <laughs> The, the people who are reporting, there's this campaign happening for president, um, and there's this campaign trail, and the, one of the candidates asks the main characters to come report on him because people trust these reporters. And the reason they trust them is because they're bloggers. Mm. And during the zombie uprising, you couldn't trust local, uh, you know, modern media. You had to trust the bloggers because they were telling the truth. Okay. So bloggers are the heroes and everything. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, one, it was a boring zombie book. Yeah. Two, Nobody's going to do that with bloggers. It's <laughs> yeah. like, she knew she was writing yeah. for bloggers, and the bloggers are going to read like, yeah, we do change the world every day with our writing, man. <laughs> nope. I'm sorry. I didn't like it. I didn't love it. My only I other, don't want more my, of it. My only other Halloween book that I didn't mention before is mm -hmm. uh, The Shining sequel, Dr. Sleep. I read that. Yeah. I liked so. that more than The Shining. Yeah. You did not. No. But you know why I liked it more than The Shining? Because <sighs> it was more of like a superhero book. That's true. It You're was, right. It was, like, it was yeah. more like me reading a, a yeah. long, boring novelization of the X-Men <laughs> than... Yeah. No, it's cool. I love, I love like 400 pages of an AA meeting. Uh -huh. And so does Stephen King. You, you're, we get you, it, Stephen King. Some of this, some of you, this dynamite you could save for our Stephen King. I'm going to. All right. We'll save, we'll save all you of see this. Why, do you see why I need the help here, folks? So please. <laughs> uh, I read this book. By Dan Simmons, okay. who writes a lot of sci-fi. Yeah. Uh, he wrote the Hyperion series, okay. which I loved. Mm -hmm. He wrote this book called The Terror. Uh-huh. Man, it was good. Is it spooky? Yeah. It, you, you should read it. I, you, you should read it for Halloween like I did, but you could also read it like in January or February because it takes place of an icebreaker ship that oh. gets lost in the... Uh, they don't really get lost, but they get stuck in the oh, ice okay. uh, in the Arctic. And they uh, they can't get out, and so they start they suffer from starvation. They suffer from uh, scurvy, which mm -hmm. after reading this book, I pray I never get. <laughs> scurvy is, is is the it's worst. It's just a general you don't want uh, scurvy. And I mean mutiny and everything, and they're just stuck there, and it's just so cold, like because they're in the Arctic, and it's just describing the cold and everything. So if you were reading this while it was like snowing outside, that's gonna yeah. up it too. But if you also read it in October for Halloween, it's really good because. They're not just dealing with all that. There's also a monster mm. that's just out there mm -hmm. killing them. Yeah. Wow. So um, I don't love the explanation for the monster at the end. It, it takes oh. a turn. Yeah, that's, a, that's an easy way to ruin a story. Yeah. You know, to just just don't explain much. it. Yeah, right. Just leave it. Just leave it. But, I mean, the book is pretty suspenseful. It's, it's a long book, and <laughs> it seems like it should be dry, but I actually was really into it. Yeah, so. sometimes it works like that, where you yeah. can really pound through. It has a, has a sequel kind of called The Abominable. Mm. So I'm going to read that sometime. I don't know when. Maybe. Can't, Maybe can't make Halloween any promises. Time. All right. And for you, man, yeah. 
if you if you are gonna read any H.P. Lovecraft, yeah. I don't love H.P. Lovecraft. Here's okay. the he's a very dry writer. Yeah. I have an uncle who says all he writes about in, in terms of horror, he writes about seafood and bubbles because it's all like squid monsters and oh. like bubbles coming up. Uh, but I read three uh, specifically for Halloween last year, and it was um, the color out of space, which was creepy because there's a scene in the book, and this is probably one of the creepier ones I read, where uh, he's just walking down. It's set like in a, a while ago, and he doesn't have a horse or a car or anything. He's just walking from this house where people are going crazy. Mm-hmm. He's walking from, and it's like it's, the sun is coming down, and he looks up, and the trees are rustling, right? But there's no wind. The trees are just rustling. Ew. Yeah. And I was like, ah! Yeah, that's gross. So I don't know the explanation of that, but it, there's creepy things where like people are walking on all fours yeah. in their house. Uh, oh, I hate that. Oh, I read, I I read his classic. It's The Call of Cthulhu. Uh-huh. I didn't like that one. Oh. It's one. He does this thing where, like, if people are met with this horror, they just go crazy. Oh. <laughs> and so that's kind of his thing. I'm like, yeah, I guess I'd go crazy yeah. if I saw, like, a giant monster. It's kind of this idea that there are creatures out there uh-huh. that are so big and so powerful, we don't mean anything to them. Uh-huh. So the only way to deal with that is to go mad. I see. We'll see. But I did read The Shadow Over Innsmouth. What's cool about he he grew up in New England. Uh-huh. I grew up in New England. Oh yeah. So he writes like in New England towns. Okay. And uh, so when he wrote the that's shadow, that's always nice. It's cool when you read a book and they mention something. You can be like, yeah. I've been there. He, you know? I mean, he writes uh, the shadow over uh, its mouth uh, is supposed to take place kind of uh, in Newburyport, Massachusetts. Uh-huh. And like, I was born in Newburyport, Massachusetts, oh, that's cool. and it was near. And so like, I get this image of like the New England, like the almost uh-huh. quaint but terrifying. It's yeah. just about like people who maybe be related to fish right so and uh yeah. seafood and foam so if you're gonna read lovecraft i i'd suggest uh the shadow over its mouth or the color out in space does he have any that take place in southwest michigan no okay well then i won't have the hometown yeah. advantage he, he oh. was a contemporary with robert e howard Not and so if you read any uh of howard's stuff they kind of have like a similar writing style in terms of like okay. that pulpy maybe a little too you know you know they got paid by the word <laughs> So yeah. there's good stuff in there, but you have to uh-huh. work for it. Okay. So, yeah. We can Listeners, if you're looking for a YA, though, I'm just going to say 13 Days of Midnight. I really liked it. It's a quick read. It's about a kid, inherits his dad's uh, host, which is just a bunch of, it's like nine ghosts he has. Oh. And they're trying, some of them are trying to get out of this indentureship. And, and it could be dangerous for our main character. Are you describing the 13 ghosts of Scooby-Doo? No. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but that's it. Oh, hey. Yeah. Our children's librarian, Katora. Yeah, our old friend. She has some Halloween pics she just wants a shout out for. Yeah. Uh, Something Wicked This Way Comes by Ray Bradbury. Bradbury I yeah. haven't read that one. That's about the circus. Um, oh. So uh, I don't know how creepy it is. Yeah, uh, Ray Bradbury, in an interview I, I listened to one time, said that one's always been kind of close to his heart because he's always loved the circus. Huh. But she suggests that one. Also, The Halloween Tree by Ray Bradbury. Um, I don't know. I remember watching a movie called The Halloween Tree as a kid and it being really creepy. Hmm. So I'm going to have to I'm going to have to read this book. She she really likes Sleepy Hollow by oh. Washington Irving. Yeah. So I've never read the book, but I have seen the Disney animated adaptation. I've read well, I've read some of his Christmas books, but I haven't read okay. uh, Sleepy Hollow. Did you, did you you know the Christmas one I'm talking about? I mean the Disney one I'm talking oh, about. Oh yeah. That was That funny. gave me nightmares. That was scary as a kid. That yeah. I couldn't even. Yeah. No. I remember distinctly watching that at my grandma's house and being like, well, I'm done yeah. sleeping. Well, <laughs> did you ever... Also, Are You Afraid of the Dark did an episode with that. 
I never saw Are You Afraid of the Dark. Oh, yeah, you'd be scared, man. Yeah, I couldn't handle it. Um, I know. I know that about myself. They're talking about, I, I think they're bringing it back, maybe. Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah. Wow. I couldn't watch it now either. She also says, Halloweener by the guy who writes the Captain Underpants books. Captain Underpants. Yeah. Wow. So, okay. Halloweener. Fun. Up, Doc? Well, just, just so everybody knows, we, we do a weekly rotating display of the books that we talk about on yeah. the podcast. So the ones yeah. that we have that we mentioned today will be up on display. And yeah. we'll also have just, for the rest of the month, we'll have a big center display of spooky Halloween books. So stop in and check those Yay. out. You know what Halloween special I've loved and watched a million times? It's the Garfield Halloween special. Really? Have you ever seen that one? Uh, no. It's I think so, I've read it. It's, he's dressed as a pirate and he and Odie are walking around and he just keeps going, candy, 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 candy. But they get, <laughs> they get like, they, they go across a little lake to trick uh-huh. or treat and they get stuck in this empty yeah. house and it is spooky. Okay. But I love that one. All right. That's Let, a, that's let's end it with a, a quick favorite sitcom Halloween episodes. Oh boy. That's tough. You, go, right. for, you go first. Uh, Community season two. Uh-huh. It's the zombie episode. Uh-huh. Do you remember that one? No. Where, like, they eat bad meat, and so some of them... Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And then, like, they're going, like, three of them are in the back trying to get out, and there's this cat that just keeps leaping in front of them, like, ah, what's with this cat? Yeah. Hilarious. Uh, My wife would say this, and I'm going to agree. The, uh, it's not a Halloween episode, but it's a kind of I Know What You Did Last Summer Mm -hmm. episode of Boy Meets World. Oh. With Jennifer Love Hewitt. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Where she's Jennifer Love Pfefferman. Yeah. And uh, they make some South Park references and everything. Yeah. So that's pretty good. I have seen, I know the episode you're talking about. I guess I would have to say one news radio. Okay. Back in the day, have you seen yeah. you know Dave, I, I must Dave Foley, I mean, Phil Hartman? Oh, yeah. I love that show. But yeah, it's, a, it's just a, it's a lot of great Phil Hartman stuff yeah. in that episode. Okay. But um, that and the Office Halloween episode early on, where Michael has the uh, the paper mache head. Oh. On, Is that the that's not the one? Dwight's dressed as the emperor. Okay. It's just. I don't remember. It's this. just great okay. from start to finish. All right. My wife and I quote that one all the time. Sure. <laughs> so that's it. Things we have going on next week. We're, we're doing um, the Page Turners Book Club meets on Monday, October 5th to discuss. The lovely Bones? No. Barons. No, to discuss The Barons by George Carroll. I shouldn't talk when you're talking. And uh, that's all I have. I know we have, we're showing uh, a Sherlock Holmes movie on Monday. We got. Craig, we're doing the whole series, yeah. Yeah. We got Craig Brack coming to talk about uh, different house styles yeah. on Tuesday down in the auditorium. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all for the adult stuff happening. I just started an after-school tabletop yeah. uh, club mm-hmm. for Wednesdays from 3 to 5. Um, tabletop being just board games. Okay. Um, but I say tabletop because I want, if people want to bring their magic cards or Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Okay. I mean, it's for like 12 to 18. Yeah. We had some kids come. And we played. I brought brought this whole laundry bag of games, like of these big box games. It was I bring, a huge, huge I brought bag. a tote yeah. bag like of, Santa Claus. of uh, smaller games. I, I brought all our library games, which is like five or something. I had that whole table. These six kids, they just played One Night Ultimate Werewolf, which is this tiny little box. I could have just carried it in my pocket. <laughs> that's funny. And that's all we played. Social media. So, yes, it's social media. And then the next week is Kickstarter. Oh, okay. So, we're going to be talking about Kickstarter. Yeah, I get fun to learn a lot about Kickstarter. Yeah. Because I'm teaching the class. I don't know everything. I, I've, the, the I've funded only, some. Yeah, so. the only thing I've ever funded was for the Veronica Mars movie. Yeah. <laughs> and I was so excited that that came back. What, what did I fund? I we f- got a t-shirt and a DVD. You got pretty, a t-shirt? Pretty I've never seen the t-shirt. Is it Hillary's? No. It's yours. It's mine. <laughs> I yeah. haven't seen it. I'll, show, I'll wear it. Yeah. Let's Open kickstart this Wednesdays. thing. <laughs> Do you think they do that every time they say publish their Kickstarter? They're like, it's time to kickstart this. Yeah, so that's like when you have to ring a bell or something. Yeah. It's, that's their thing. Yeah. yeah I think oh, here so. we go. Oh, here we go. Well, I guess that wraps up episode seven. Yeah. Have a great October. Yeah. We'll, we'll be with you the whole we'll time. We'll be back. Yeah, we'll see you next week. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. And remember, anything about Stephen King, send it in. Uh, 
unless you don't like Stephen King, then I guess you don't need to send it in because I'll you'll have that covered. I'll have that covered. Yep. <laughs> all right. New so, Twitter at all the books show. All the books show. Yep. Right at all the books show. Yep. But we're still all the books. That's right. Let's Bye. go. Bye, everybody. <laughs>